Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of this and that. I'm very excited about this very episode because it features one of my favorite preachers here on earth. Yo, I I love this man, I respect this man and if I'm to like rank my top 3 preachers, there's no way he's going to be out of it. He's so good. But to begin with, I want to say a very much big thank you to April Littleton for doing that episode last week on how she discovered the purpose was so much on point and i really enjoyed it as well so today dr darius daniels lead pastor of chain church is going to be our guest and this very episode was a live stream he did which he he does it every wednesday night he, he titles it wednesday night bible teachings and this very one was titled wisdom for the new year and it's been on replay for a very long time in in my playlist and you know i wrote to him that i wanted to use it and he gives me positive feedbacks and man um i i can't wait to share this with you i can't wait to share this you know let me just stop talking and listen everybody drum roll drum roll drum roll welcome 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 what did i even say welcome whatever i'm just excited welcome to this episode of this and that dr darius daniels lead pastor what's up everybody and welcome to wisdom university hope you're doing incredibly well and i'm excited about what's about to happen for and in and hopefully through you as you lean in tonight some of you are watching this live or whenever you choose or are able to watch it, I believe there's going to be a great value add. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, please. Your expectation affects your manifestation. I'm going to say that again. Your expectation affects your manifestation. And many of us want to see, especially as we get ready to move into this new year, some manifestation of some things in our lives. I know I do. Yeah, I I talk about the importance of going from something I call prophetic announcements to prophetic fulfillment, meaning meaning that, that you move from declaration, talking about it, to manifestation, where we actually experience it. Somebody just do that real quick. Just put manifestation in the chat. Now, I'm not talking about manifestation that's kind of become a cultural phenomenon. I'm not talking about it in that sense, like imagining what you want and then it automatically manifests itself. I don't believe that. I believe, watch this, I believe manifestation, look at me, I believe manifest that manifestation as an indication of what God wants for you. My desire to manifest doesn't change what God wants for me. That's not the Bible. The Bible says many are the plans of a person's heart, but it's the Lord's counsel that will stand, right? So there, there are, <laughs> so, so, but, but I just want you to put manifestation. What does it mean? It means that I want everything God wants for me. That's what it means. I want absolutely everything God wants for me. And I don't want to, I don't want simply declaration me talking about it i want manifestation i want to walk in it if you're feeling me put yes and so man listen we're we're, we are going to get closer to manifestation as we kind of walk into uh this new year this is the last oh my wednesday night teaching for 2020 one, no matter when you jumped on the journey, family, we're so glad to have you with us. 
And uh, as we prepare to go into the new year, I want to talk to you tonight about, watch this. I want to talk to you about how to walk in wisdom for the new year. I want to give you wisdom for the new year. If we're going to have manifestation, right, we're going to need wisdom. Wisdom is the way to what God wants for you. Wisdom is the way. It's not a way. It's the only way. And so I'm excited about it. And I can't wait to jump into it really quick before I do that. Just a couple of things I want to ask you to do. As always, I'm going to ask you whenever you're watching this to press that like button. And that's not watch this. That's not to bless me. That's to be a blessing to others, because when we do that, it helps whether it's Facebook or YouTube. It helps put this teaching in front of people who may not even know this kind of teaching exists. And so we are blessed to be a blessing. And so one of the ways we can bless others, think about this very often, especially, you know, we just came out of Christmas season and there's a lot of focus and attention on, you know, blessing others with things that add temporary value. A lawnmower. Uh, hopefully you get a lawnmower for Christmas. That, but anyway, but if you wanted one, hey, I'm with it. <laughs> Throw some D's on it. <laughs> Listen, so <laughs> but if, if you. If you want it, that's fine. But the point is, many of us gave gifts that add temporary value. I think it's just as important. And I'm not saying that that's unnecessary. I just feel like that's not the only gifts we should give to people. We should give gifts to people that add eternal value. Saying this is going to this is going to impact you and last way longer than a lawnmower. And so you if, if you press that like button, you're helping us do that. And then I got some of you. Y'all go the extra mile. Y'all really my ride or die. Uh, Y'all actually share it. And so I want to encourage you to do that, that, you know, if when this is over, you're like, yo, this really helped me. And you think of someone or some people that it helps. All I'm going to ask you to do is just press that arrow. You can actually if you're in chat, you can go out to chat. You can press the, the arrow and you can share it right now. You can literally text the link to people. So that, those are the two things I'm going to ask you to do. Shout out to everybody that's in the chat, engaged. Man, I see you guys interacting from time to time. I see when I see when pe sometimes when people put prayer requests, you're praying for one another. You're encouraging one another. When people are asking, what was that last point? You're helping them that way. Man, I love it. That's what makes us a community. We're, we're not just a community here. We're what's called a pride, a tribe. You know, even though this isn't Daniel's Dan, which is my mentor and coaching group, I got some lions in here and we want to help one another grow. All right. So I'm really, really excited about this teaching. And I want to read Proverbs chapter number 26, verse number 11, Proverbs 26, verse number 11. I want you to see this family. I really want you to see this. This is an important. This is an important proverb that's often overlooked. Check this out. It says this. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. Woo! Come on, look at look at the imagery here. This is some vivid imagery, fam. As a dog returns to its vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. Watch this. Woo! The, the writers use an imagery here that's that's really saying when we chronically and consistently make errors in the same era area, it is the equivalent of a dog returning 
to vomit. Oh my, I'm going to say it again. When we chronically and consistently make errors in the same area, what does that mean? Errors in the same area, relationally. Errors in the same era, area, financially. Errors in the same um, area, mentally. Errors in the same area, professionally. He says it is the, when, <laughs> when we do that, it is the equivalent of a dog returning to vomit. Now, he's not talking about, and, and this is something else I'll talk to you about at the end uh, of our lesson today, because next year we're taking Wednesday Night Live to a whole another level. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that at the end of, of, of tonight's teaching. But he's not talking about someone who's wrestling with something like a stronghold or someone who is dealing with repeated behavior accidentally. He's not talking about someone who wants to be free of something and can't shake free. He's not talking about, am I making sense? If I'm making sense, put yes in the chat. If I'm making sense, put yes. Yeah, so he's not talking about repeated cycles that happen unconsciously or accidentally. Accidentally. He's talking about what uh, one philosopher defines as insanity. Doing the same thing and expecting a different result. He says, when a person continues to return to a way of doing things that only produce destruction and despondency and despair. He says that is the equivalent of a dog returning to its vomit. Look at me, because this is this is important. He's saying a person is a fool, spiritually insensitive, spiritually unintelligent. If they keep going back to what made them sick. So as we prepare to go in 2022, I want you to be honest here. Now, listen, you, if it's something that's super personal, then ignore this instruction I'm about to give. But it, if it is not something that is super personal, if there's no shame in your game, this is what I want you to do, fam. I want you to put in this chat right now what you were sick of in 2021. What were you sick of this year? I want you to put that in the chat. What what were you sick of? Some people, some people put, I'm sick of drama. <laughs> some people like, no, uh, <laughs> some people like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm sick of parasitic partnerships. What's that? What's a parasite? Just people that are attached to me that are making withdrawals and not making deposits. People that are taking but not giving. Come on, put it in the chat. What, what are you sick of? So here's what the proverb is telling us. You want some wisdom. Do you want some wisdom as we go into 2022? No, come on. Don't. <laughs> they would say this in church when I was growing up. Don't fool me now. So don't fool me now. Do, do you really want wisdom for 2022? Here it is, family. Don't go back to what made you sick. Don't keep returning to ways of living 
that don't get you the results that God has ordained and that you desire. Here it is. Don't keep going down a road that leads you to a destination that is dysfunctional and damaging. <clears throat> I want somebody right now to put this in the chat as an affirmation and as a declaration about 2022. I just want you to put one word in this chat. I want you to drop the word different. And if you're not watching this live, whenever you're watching this as an affirmation, I want you to just type it in the comments. Just put different, 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 because 2022 is only going to be different if you make a decision. <clears throat> Did you hear what I just said? I said. <laughs> 2022 is only going to be different if you and I make a decision that I'm going another way. That I've been taking the same route relationally and it's not getting me what God ordains and what I desire. Can I pause there? Can, can, come on. Can we just pa can we pause there? Remember, remember very soon, 2022, my new podcast is coming out. Relational intelligence with Darius Daniels. Listen, you don't want to miss that because you can't get life right if you're getting relationships wrong. Period. No area of your life that is not adversely impacted, that is not positively or negatively impacted by your relationships. When your relationships get better, everything in your life gets better. I get better spiritually when, when uh, my relationships got better. My relationship with God first and then my relationship with my spiritual mentors in my life. Am, am I making sense? If, if you if you track with me, say yes. So let's park here for a minute. Is there something you want to see different in 2022 in your relationships? So I can tell you what God ordains. Like when it comes to uh, what God ordains and hopefully we desire what he ordains, that if I'm in a marriage, Songs of Solomon, the Song of Songs is a powerful picture. Now, some people just reduce it metaphorically to Christ's relationship with the church. It's bigger than that, guys. It is also a metaphor. It's a relationship uh, that is a metaphor of not just Christ's relationship with the church. It's the reality of a husband and wife's relationship with each other. So the passion and the intimacy, the vibe, the connection. That's what he ordains. We don't have to get old and get sour and get, come on, y'all, and get stale. That's culture's way. I want somebody, even if you're not married, to prophesy or to make it something like prophesy. Okay, if, if you're not there, just make an affirmation then. If that language works more for you, fine. I'm not going to argue with you about language. If that makes, just affirm, just put not me. Not me. No, no, no. Even if you aren't married, just speak that, come on, into your heart regarding your future. Not me. Not stale. Come on. Not stagnant. Not suffering. Not imprisoned. Not in bondage. No, 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 no. Well, if I want something different, I got to I got to go a different way. And each year, many people get. Watch this. It's a new year, but they get all results. Because they are not practicing the principle found in Proverbs 26, 11. They keep returning to the folly. 
Some people right now in 2021, this is what you put. You put, I'm sick of being underappreciated. That's what some of you put and what some of you probably felt. When I said it, some of you were like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, <laughs> you said, you know what, man? You, you're right. You're right. O-M to the G. I'm so, Dr. Darius, I'm so used to being underappreciated. Underappreciation is normal to me. Woo! Dr. Darius, I'm so used to being underappreciated that when I receive appreciation, I don't even know what to do with it. Now watch this. This is the trap that many of us have fallen into. And if you've fallen into this trap before, I feel you. Your boy feels you. Are y'all ready for what I'm about to say? If you're ready for what I'm about to say, bring it. Just say bring it, bring it, bring it, bring it. Many of us have fallen into the trap of assuming, watch this, that the more generous we are, and when I say generous, that could be time, that could be help, that could be resources, that could be connections, whatever. But the more we fall into the trap of believing that the more generous, I'm getting ready to run on this, guys. Watch this. I believe because I believe if what you're teaching doesn't move you and I'm getting ready to launch something in um, I'm doing this boot camp. Um, it's going to be it's for the serious, not curious in January. I'm going to do this boot camp five days where I'm going to be teaching people uh, how to rock the world with words. And. Um, you don't want to miss it. it it's going to be because it doesn't matter what you're doing. It, if you're a speaker like me, this is what Jim Rome says. You need to have something to say and you need to be able to say it well. I'm telling you, if you're a speaker, even if you're not a speaker like me who, who does keynoting or or speaking publicly or trainings, uh, it doesn't matter if you are a course creator, if you are a coach, if you're a consultant, if you're in sales, the number one skill you need to master it's communication. You know, so I struggle. I mean, I didn't struggle with grades, but I struggled to be locked in and to learn in so many of my classes, not because the people in school, not because the people weren't smart. They couldn't communicate. But let me get back to my point. <laughs> Somebody get ready to write this down because we fall, some of us fall into this trap. We assume the more generous you are, the more appreciative they will be. Here it is, guys. Here it is. Are y'all ready for this? Your generosity never makes someone grateful. Their character does. S throw the Bible, drop the mic, throw the iPad, something. I said your generosity Look at me. Doesn't make someone grateful. Their character does. If they have a character trait of entitlement, there is no degree of generosity that they can receive that will make them grateful. They will only be grateful until they get a no. And once you give them one no, they will forget a thousand yeses. So you can make the mistake of just over investing if you want. 
Or you can follow the advice, follow the advice that a sage named Paul gave to a mentee named Timothy. He said, Timothy, those things you've seen and learned from me, commit to faithful men. Establish some criteria that determines who you will make an investment in. And if they don't meet that criteria, they don't qualify for the investment. They don't have to qualify for love. Everybody gets that. But they do have to qualify for the investment. Put yes in the chat if you're feeling me. So if I want, this is really simple, guys. Simple to understand, sometimes difficult to execute. If I want, hi-yay, if I want 2022 to be different than 2021, I got to treat the year differently. As a dog returns to its vomit, so fools repeat their folly. So somebody here, this is somebody here, somebody listening, somebody watching, maybe this is for you or maybe this, watch this, maybe someone that you love deeply and someone that respects you is going through a season and they're in a situation where they're struggling with this. I want to give you some wisdom here. Check this out, family. I don't want y'all to miss this, okay? This is wisdom for the new year. Your or somebody put this in the chat, please. Your ability to move forward is based on your decision to not go backwards. Your ability to move forward is based on your decision to not go backwards. You have to make a decision that the only time I'm looking back is to learn. Uh, because if you look back for any reason but to learn, you're going to live in it. This is what the Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching for those things which are in front of me, I press. So my ability to move forward is going to be based on my decision not to go backward, not to repeat the same thing. If I want something different in my relationships, I've got to do something differently with my relationships this year. I'm just telling you, some of us, I think some of us uh, and, 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 and I know this is something I had to learn. Some of us often confuse biblical spirituality with magic. It's not magic. You know, this is magic. Just thinking, come here, husbands, that one day you're just going to wake up and this one day I'm just going to wake up and then my wife's going to be all over me. That's that's magic, bro. That's not. <laughs> just OK, just one day I'm going to wake up and like all my self-discipline issues are no longer going to exist. One day I'm going to wake up and everybody around me that I'm investing in and assisting is going to honor and appreciate me. Somebody put magic in the chat. Magic, magic. Spirituality isn't magic. Here it is. Here's, here's the book. Faith, is that the Bible, without works is dead. What is works? When we say works, is that any kind of work? No, 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 no. Because there are people who can work hard and get nowhere. So that word works means a corresponding action. 
It means that faith, a belief, is going to produce, look at me, an action that corresponds with what you believe. What's an example of this, Darius? Noah's Ark. God told Noah, sir, it's going to rain. 40 days. It's getting ready to rain. Every day for 40 days. If Noah, come on, and he says, but I'm going to spare you and your family. I'm going to spare everybody who responds to the word with faith. They're going to be the exception. Okay, now, if they had just said, I believe it's going to rain and done nothing, would they have survived the flood? Come on, I want you to put, put in the chat. If they just said, oh, God said, it's, oh, my, 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 it's getting ready to rain. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, 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 rain's coming. Rain's on the way. Rain, 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 rain. If that, at all, if that was all that they did, come on, fam, would they have survived the flood? Let me help you. No. Their faith, come here, begin attention. Attention affects retention. Their faith, pay attention, their faith, guys, produce works in the form of building the ark. So it was because they built the ark and then trusted what they built enough to get on the inside of it. That is what spared them. That's an example of faith. With that, that's work. Now, here it is. What is God telling you to build? The evidence of whether or not you really are walking in faith or expecting versus expecting magic is whether or not you build in the heart. Uh, I, we were at one of our services, Change Church. We were at a New Jersey location a couple of um, weeks ago. Uh, it was actually December the 19th, I think. And so I was at our West Hampton location. I was after uh, service. I was out in the lobby greeting people. And I just love to do that. And one of my mentors told me years ago, here, here's a lesson for communicators, right? If, if you're a communicator in any form or you want to get better at this, here's a lesson. A mentor told me this when I was in my early 20s, and uh, he, he led a very large organization, a very large church, and he said, um, yep, I always am interacting with people, no matter how big we are, to a degree. He says, uh, not only just because I want to help and touch people, he says, but in addition to that, it keeps me connected to the reality of what's going on in their life so that when I'm speaking to them from the platform, I'm not speaking irrelevantly. See, when I speak, y'all, I want people to feel like somebody told me they business. I want to be that relevant. <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? I want to be so relevant. That when people bring people or when people send people a message or a teaching or a training from me, I want the people that receive it to hit their friend back and say, did you talk to him about me? <laughs> so because of that, I, I, I love to have conversations with with people because it helps me serve them. And so I was having a conversation with someone and she was asking me a question because people come up and they ask me questions. And so she asked me a question. And so God's given her a vision. I, and, and when she cast it to me, I was like, yo, this is fire. This is fire. 
This is, I mean, it was, it was incredible. It was necessary. And because it feels a need, I believe it is God. She was articulate, passionate about it. I was like, oh yeah, she, she got the guts. And she's like, yo, I'm, I'm feeling pretty confident. She wasn't arrogant. I loved it. She's like, I'm feeling pretty confident that this is what I'm supposed to do. She's like, but it feels so much bigger than me. And I don't know where to start. You know what I said to her? I said, all right, this is what I was like. Have you started the have you started? the? Because she's going to deliver this value through a nonprofit. OK. And uh, I said, OK, well, I love it. I was like, have you started the um, have you started the nonprofit? Yet? I was like, do you have your business? Is your business set up? Do you have a board? Like, is it registered? She was like, no. I was like, that's the first step then. Instead of waiting on things you don't know to do, you got to take the next step and do the thing that you know to do. And remember Ezekiel 37, when he had when he was taken to that valley of dry bones and God asked him, can these bones live? Ezekiel said, Lord, you know, notice the order. Notice what happens. The order that the Bible says the bones started rattling and then the bones came together. Then the flesh came on the bones after the bones came together. So a lot of times we're looking for flesh. But flesh only comes on structure. So I was like, get the structure right first and then the flesh will come. Once you, uh, uh, what is that? That's, hey, you believe God's giving you this, work your faith. Spirituality is not magic. So if I want next year to be different, there's no just declaring and decreeing, naming and claiming. That's important. It's important for you mentally is way more important because of the difference it makes up here and in here than it does out there. It's important, but it won't make the next year different. You got to make a decision. I'm going to do some things differently. And that means I can't go back. Now, Henry Cloud gives three reasons to not go backwards. I'm going to give these to you and we're going to wrap up our time of teaching today. I'm trying to give you more value in a, a, a less amount of time. I want people to be able to on their ride to work or, you know, about half an hour or so to be able to get the value that they need. So here it is, guys. Three reasons here not to return. Because because <laughs> I think some struggle with this. So here it is. Henry Cloud says this. All right. Number one, never go back if the reason you left is still there. Somebody just put, oh, put that in the chat. Oh, never go back if the reason you left is still there. It made you sick. Man, this applies to work. This applies to relationships. There's a lot this applies to. There's a reason I left this. There's a reason I didn't like this. And if that reason is still there, I'm not going back. Does that make sense? If I'm making sense, say yes. Okay, here it is. Here's number two. Never go back to something that requires you to be someone you're not. Last year, 
Some of you were not optimized. What does that mean? It means that you aren't operating your full potential. It means that you weren't uh, engaged in your in your highest and best use. You weren't optimized because you weren't yourself. The anointing only falls on the authentic self. The only person that God will help you be is you. Somebody put facts in there. The only God is not going to help you be someone else. And some of us were in spaces. We were in roles, in relationships that required you to be someone you're not. Now, let's not confuse being someone you're not with something that challenges you to become a better version of yourself. You need responsibility that challenges you to be a better version of yourself. You need roles that challenge you to be a better version of yourself. You need relationships that challenge you to be a better version of yourself. There's a you in you that you hadn't met yet. And the you God wants to introduce you to is a you that is often very different from the you you know. Gideon was a farmer and he was scared. And God turned him into a military leader and a general. The exact opposite of what he used to be. But he didn't become someone else at his core. He became a better version of himself. And when you're in the right place, when you're in God ordained places and spaces. Family, they require you to be a better version of yourself. They don't require you to be someone you are not. Hmm. If you're ready for number three, say yes. I said, if you're ready for number three, say yes. Here it is. <laughs> All right. So never go back at the reason you, you left is still there. That's number one. Never go back to something that requires you to be someone you're not. That's number two. Here's number three. Never go back to something that takes you backwards. What, what do I mean by that? <laughs> never go back to something that takes you backwards. So I want you to think about what happened in 2021, guys. What took you backwards? What phone calls took you backwards emotionally? It means you were in a good place emotionally. Then after that phone call, it took you backwards. What took you backwards relationally? Your relationships were in a good space. And they went backwards. What took you backwards spiritually? Come on. What like actually pulled you away from the disciplines and the practices that actually get you closer to God. Are y'all feeling this? Don't go back to something that takes you backwards. You fought too hard, prayed too long, believed too intensely to go backwards. It's not an option as a dog. Hmm. Returns to their vomit. So a fool repeats their folly. Thank you very much for listening to this episode. We really hope it added value to you. Please do subscribe and leave a rating. Five star will be a very great idea, you know. Finally, kindly follow us on Instagram at underscore this and that podcast. Thank you.